Hey, welcome to the Everyday Immunity Podcast, a place where we talk about different ways to boost the immune system naturally each and every day. I'm your host, Alicia Rosati of Rosati Nutrition. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode. I know I sound a little funny in this episode and you've probably seen by the title that yes, I am sick. So Alicia, why in the heck would you decide to record a podcast with your voice sounding all jacked up if you're sick? (laughs) And honestly, I was kind of questioning myself too, like why now that I'm staying home from work? am I deciding to record a podcast when I very clearly sound sick? Um, And the answer to that is, uh, you know, sometimes inspiration just hits you when it hits you because this was not the episode that I had planned on recording and uploading. But I mean, we're here and I hope that, you know, by the next episode that I record, you guys hear that I am back to normal. I am back to full health um, and back to my normal self. So, and plus, you know, it's fresh in my mind, my protocol, what I'm doing, and that's what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today anyways, all the fun stuff that I am doing, um, in case you don't follow me on Instagram or TikTok, all the fun things that I am doing to not be sick anymore. Um, I do want to preface this by saying, no, I am not sick with COVID, and I hate that I have to preface that, or, you know, you just have to tell people, like, I know it's it's weird. I mean, before when anybody would say that they were sick, it's kind of like, oh, stay away from me, but it wasn't so bad. But now you tell people you're sick and everybody automatically thinks that you have COVID and you're going to the hospital and you're going to die. You're on your deathbed. Like, it's not. Like, we humans get sick from other things that are not COVID, <laughs> you know? So, I don't know, it's just it's just kind of annoying to me, but even now, COVID, um, with the, I mean, oh my god, in Ontario, here in Canada, we are now in the sixth wave of COVID, officially, is what our top doctors and medical officials are saying, our sixth wave, like, seriously, and we're being urged by these top doctors. I just saw it on the news like today and yesterday. Um, these top doctors are urging people to start wearing masks again, especially indoors, because we're in our sixth wave and we all need to mask up again. Now, my thing is, and this is why I believe I'm sick now, because I have worked so hard on my immune system that it was hard to get me sick. I've been in a room of sick people before, and I'm the only one who did not catch whatever was going around, right? I've been sitting with people who are, you know, coughing, sneezing, runny nose, whatever, and I don't catch it. And now, all of a sudden, I get sick so easily. Even though I'm sanitizing and keeping my distance, I still get sick so easily because I'm not wearing a mask anymore. And that does not mean that I'm going to start wearing a mask every day of my life and wearing a mask everywhere I go. That is not the case. My thing is, we've been over sanitizing and over, you know, overly scared of germs and, and bacteria and things in the air and wearing a mask everywhere. Like, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I don't want to call people out, but like, I'm going to call people out. 
why are people in their car by themselves solo with a mask on? I, that one I'll never understand. Or why do people go for a walk in the fresh outdoors by themselves with a mask on? That one I won't understand. And I'm not talking about like old grandparents who, you know, went out for a little stroll and they're going to pass by people on the sidewalk. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about like 20, 30, 40 year olds that you see in a car by themselves or going for a walk by themselves with a mask on. Like you need to be inhaling that fresh air. You need to be inhaling those bacteria and virus particles and pathogens that are in the air that are on surfaces. Like I'm not saying go to the washroom and don't wash your hands or like literally go eat dirt or lick the bottom of someone's shoe. I'm not saying that, but everyday exposure that's like regular exposure to some bacteria and pathogens, like we need that because that's how your immune system is constantly training, right? So, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's kind of like, I don't want to say an argument, but the whole thing, now I am not a mom, I'm not a parent, never been a parent, so technically I really shouldn't be talking, but coming from the health aspect of it, there are so many parents and new parents nowadays that are so scared to have their kids be dirty or let their kids touch dirt or let their kids just experience things, you know? I'm not saying let your kid roll in the mud and leave them there all day like that, no. But the the parents who don't let their kids touch anything, don't let their kids ever get dirty, as soon as they touch something, boom, wipe their hands, wash their hands, something. You're actually doing your kids more of a disservice than a service because now their immune system is so like inexperienced that anytime it comes into contact with anything, you're going to get sick because your immune system has not had enough time to become acquired to these pathogens that are everywhere, right? It's the same thing, and I think I may have talked about it in um, another episode, one of my early episodes. I could be wrong though, but there have been so many studies that have proven that kids who are born uh, vaginally have a stronger immune system than kids who are born via C-section. Because when you're born vaginally, you pass through your mother's birth canal and there's all bacteria up in the birth canal in the vaginal area. And, you know, as when you're being born, you're literally passing through that. Your body is touching that bacteria. And within seconds, like you're not even fully out yet and your immune system is already learning. It's no longer sterile, right? But when you're born via C-section, you don't get those that bacteria and those antibodies that are passed on from your mom, you are in a surgical environment in, you know, someone else's bacteria and and things are coming out in the air and that's what you're first exposed to, not your mom. So, you know, you need to be constantly learning and touching bacteria and just giving things for your immune system to be training against right? If you're always so paranoid and scared, not touching any germs, that's who's most susceptible to getting full-blown sick. So for me, I think that it was so easy for me to get sick this time around, um, like currently, is because I've been wearing a mask for so long, indoors mostly, like with with other people. So if you guys don't know, um, I do work 
part-time at my old elementary school, which is, you know, ah, like <laughs> wholesome moment, full circle, coming back to my elementary school, helping the kids that, you know, I was once their age. And um, I really do enjoy it. I, I, I really do like love interacting with the kids and, you know, they know that I'm a nutritionist. So they ask me little nutrition things or now everyone's following me on TikTok and watching my recipe videos and stuff like, oh, miss, we tried your your peanut butter and banana toast and it was so good. And like that really makes me feel good, you know, but um, I also work in a kindergarten class with um, kids that just need some extra help. And, uh, you know, now that we've taken the masks off, or a lot of kids are still wearing them because it is optional, but a lot of them don't wear it properly, right? So, um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be sniffling. Um, But, you know, I'm working with kindergarten kids and everybody knows kindergarten kids are some of the grossest kids. They've always got runny noses, they're coughing, they don't know how to cover their mouth when they cough, they don't know how to wipe their boogers away. They are just, they're gross kids. They put their fingers in their mouth. So, you know, wearing a mask and then not wearing a mask, wearing a mask for so long, finally taking it off and being in such close contact with such young, gross humans, um, it's easy for you to get sick. So I've done a COVID test, like a rapid antigen antigen test, and it's negative. So I don't have COVID. I don't have really any other symptoms other than like just nasal congestion. Um, So it's basically just a cold this is really not bad. I don't have the the aches and the fatigue and the nausea and all that kind of fun stuff. So I'm very thankful. Um, But getting on to it, the main point of this episode that I wanted to touch on is my protocol and, you know, what I'm taking, what I'm doing, um, and why. So I did share a picture on my Instagram um, today, what day is today? Today is April 4 when I'm recording this. And I shared a picture on my Instagram. Let me pull it up with all the things, well, most of the things, um, no, all the things that I am taking and that I am using. So, uh, the first thing is deep immune. You guys have heard me talk about deep immune. I think everybody has heard me talk about deep immune. It is one of my all-time favorite, hands down, nothing will ever beat it. Just original, like OG goat products ever is deep immune by St. Francis Herb Farm. This stuff is the holy grail in my medicine cabinet, hands down. This stuff got me through mono. Um, this stuff got me through when I think I had COVID at the beginning of it, like in late 2019, um, this stuff, anytime I get a a tickle in my throat or my nose gets a little stuffy, I run to the deep immune and this stuff is a lifesaver. It basically for me and for my family, it prevents us from actually getting like full fledged, full blown sick, uh, which is really nice. And I just noticed like you start to feel better, like right away when you take it. So just to kind of explain very quickly, when I first started taking this product and when I first found out about it is when I was in grade 12 and I had mono. Um, And we went to my local health food store and asked like, you know, is there anything that I can take? Because my family doctor said, I'm gonna miss three months of school in grade 12 and I won't be able to graduate on time because I'm gonna miss so much school. So is there any way anything I could take that's, you know, going to cut that time down. And they're like, yep, take this product. So I took it religiously, like it said, and I only missed five weeks of school. 
rather than three months and my doctor was amazed she was like oh my god like you're so lucky blah 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 and i'm like i'm not lucky it's rest and adaptogens natural medicine these natural herbal remedies like this really works so ever since then it's been tried and true in my family i use that religiously so i take that twice a day um i think it's like two to three mils if i remember correctly each time so that's the first thing that i take i'm also taking um throat coat tea from traditional medicinals this tea I love the flavor, which is kind of ironic and kind of odd because there is a little bit of licorice in it, and I hate licorice, which is why the deep immune is so hard for me to take because it's so strong in that licorice flavor that I need a chaser right away. Literally just like pour some of it in a shot glass with a little bit of water, down it, and then I chase it with orange juice or with my greens, something. It's, it's hilarious, but every time I take it, there's a little, a little nasty taste dance. It, you know what I'm talking about. So um, I've been taking that. I've been taking the throat coat tea usually when I wake up in the morning because my throat will feel a little raw, not from an actual sore throat, but from the post-nasal drip overnight, um, which is very, very disgusting. So the throat coat tea has been helping a lot. I also had some itchiness on the roof of my mouth, um, and this started a few days ago. Now, I thought this was my allergies because spring is kind of peeking through the weather and the temperature lately, um, and my allergies get really bad when the seasons change. So I thought the, the itchy roof of my mouth was just allergies, and it wasn't. That was the start of this cold. So I really should have started this protocol then, and I probably wouldn't have gotten to the point that I'm at now but that's okay. Live and learn. Next, I have um, Iron Sap, or SAP, I never know how you say that, from NFH. Um, This is in my protocol, and this is for me personally, because I am severely anemic at this point. Um, I feel like if my iron goes any lower, and like obviously I've done the blood work for it, um, which I also talked about on my Instagram and on a uh, TikTok, um, If my iron goes a few points lower, then I will need, like, blood from the hospital. So I don't want to get to that point. I've really been making a conscious effort to eat iron-rich foods and really um, up my intake of vitamin C because vitamin C does increase the absorption of iron. Fun fact. Um, So I've been taking this iron, SAP, SAP, whatever, from NFH. I just started taking this about a week ago now, um, and I really like this one because one, the form of the iron is very easily absorbable in the body uh, because if you guys have ever taken iron supplements before, you know that they don't absorb very well. They can make you really constipated, really nauseated. They just wreak havoc on your GI tract, and I did not want to deal with that. So I did a bunch of research, and this specific um, form is supposed to be really gentle on the body and they also add some extra things in there that also you know make it easy on the body Um, and what I really like about it is it already has folate in it you guys know I have the MTHFR mutation so rather than having to take my folate and B12 supplement I can just take this iron sap and it has it in there it also has a ton of b vitamins and copper which help the formation of red blood cells 
Now, because I'm so anemic, my iron level is very low, but my red blood cell count itself is also very low, I guess, because I'm so anemic. Um, but yeah, so this is really helping, you know, build up that those red blood cells, my blood volume, um, my iron levels. So I'm really, really liking this product. This is just for me. This is not necessarily part of like a cold and flu protocol. Um, next, I have my vitamin D, which is your vitamin D3. This helps your immune system function. It helps um, the production and function of your immune cells, specifically your, your T cells, and the T cells that go and attack um, infected cells that are in your body. They help get rid of pathogens. They help get rid of self cells that have been infected by a virus or a bacteria. So vitamin D is super crucial and super important. Um, and you know, you guys can just see it for yourself. I mean, how many people do you know that get a cold and flu in the summertime? Not very many. And in the summertime is when we have higher levels of vitamin D, depending where you live, you know, but speaking here for, um, the Northern part of North America, there's a specific like longitude, no latitude line, um, if you live above that, then you are more prone to vitamin D deficiency because of just how the earth is tilted and things like that. Um, but I, for me here in Toronto, it's still technically, we're technically in spring, but our weather has been acting like we're stuck in the winter. So we haven't had many sunny days and it's just too cold to spend time outside anyways. So you're not getting a lot of vitamin D. Now for me, I mean, cold and flu season happens in the wintertime when people are inside, when people are not getting enough sunlight. So you could just see there's there's a correlation there. Vitamin D is related to how easy or not easy it is for someone to get sick. So I, that's why I'm really um, upping my vitamin D intake. I have been taking it throughout the winter, but now I'm just upping it. So normally I take like one to two pills, which is one to 2000 IU. Um, now I'm taking closer to three or four, depending how I feel. Um, so right now, I think, yeah, right now I'm taking about three or four. I don't know. It really depends. Um, and then the last thing that I have in my picture and the most recent reel and TikTok that I uploaded is raw garlic. Now, this is going to be gross for a lot of you, but hear me out. Raw garlic is essentially free. It is so cheap and most of us already have it in our pantry, under the sink, wherever you keep your garlic, your onions, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so for me, we always have garlic in the house. We're an Italian family. We always have garlic in the house. But, you know, you take a clove, you chop it up into small enough pieces that you can swallow, and you swallow it. You hardly taste it. Um, depending, you know, if you're eating food with it or not, you probably won't burp it up that much. If you have it on an empty stomach, you will burp up garlic for quite some time. It's quite nasty. <laughs> so don't do that. But um, I know a few people who take raw garlic every single day as a preventative. I wouldn't do it every single day. I really use it as a concentrated medicine because that's what it is. It's a very potent antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial, anti-everything. Like, and I think I've talked about it before. I know I spoke about it um, on my friend Alex's podcast um, how this works. And I remember this story so clearly because it was so fascinating to me. So garlic, um, the plant, it, it has this self-defense mechanism. And when you're 
ingesting raw garlic for those medicinal benefits, you're just capitalizing on its self-defense system. So there's an, an enzyme, I think it's an enzyme, and then um, another another compound in there. I don't remember which is which, but there's something called alinase, which I believe that is the enzyme, and then there's a compound alien. I'm probably pronouncing these wrong, but alinase and alien. Um, so when the plant feels like it's under attack or, you know, it's stressed out, whatever, from a pathogen in the soil or a bug or whatever, the alinase catalyzes the alien um, in a chemical reaction, and it creates a whole new compound called allicin. Allicin? Allicin? I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, we're going to go with allicin. Allicin, sure. And this is what has the antimicrobial, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-anti-anti properties. So this is what you are ingesting. Now, if you don't want to take raw garlic on its own, I totally understand. You can find um, allicin pills, and I've taken those before too, from Alimax, I think is the brand that I tried. They were actually pretty good. I liked them. But for me, um, I just have raw garlic, so I just, and I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. So I'd rather have the least, the least processed version, and I just chop it up, swallow it. There we go. Now, if I'm just starting to feel a tickle in my throat, I'll take one clove a day. If I'm really in the thick of it, I'll take two. I'll do one in the morning and one at night, and that's what I'm doing now. So yesterday, um, when I kind of felt it before bed, I ended up taking two, one in the morning, one at night. Woke up this morning right away. Oh my gosh, had my greens, um, had my deep immune, had my raw garlic, like all ready to go. And then later tonight when I eat a more substantial meal, um, I'll have my vitamin D and my iron. And then after that, I will have my raw garlic. So, and then I'll take another shot of deep immune as well before I go to bed. So I'm really, you know, coming at it at all angles here. I'm boosting my immune response. Um, I'm taking antivirals and antibacterials. So I'm taking compounds that are attacking the pathogen itself, but I'm also taking compounds that are boosting my body's ability to fight off the pathogen itself. I really don't want to go to the doctor and take an antibiotic for something. I think that's silly. Um, and, you know, I, I feel good. I'm still trying to move my body a little bit. I'm not trying to overeat. I'm trying to avoid sugar as much as possible because sugar actually depresses your immune system. Um, for quite a few hours after you ingest it. And I'm not talking about fruit sugar. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the processed sugar that's added into your cookies and into your cakes and into your sauces and things like that. That is the sugar that you want to avoid as much as possible. So a quick recap, what I'm doing, throat coat tea because it tastes good and it's really soothing, um, deep immune, iron for my own personal reasons, uh, vitamin D, and raw garlic. Now, you could also add zinc into this. However, if you're going to take zinc, just be mindful that zinc can actually throw your copper out of balance. So if you're going to take a zinc supplement, try to find one that has copper in it. Um, if I were to, I have a zinc supplement that has copper in it, so I would be fine. I don't know. I may add that into my protocol, but I think I'm coming at it with enough already, and I don't kind of want to you know, I don't want to overdo it. I'm happy with what I'm doing now. And I've had real success with just using vitamin D and things. So 
that's what I'm doing. If you guys find that you are sick or you know someone who is sick and think that they could benefit from um, this quick little protocol, I mean, don't, you know, don't just take my protocol and use that as holy grail. Please do not talk to your trusted healthcare professional, whether that is a nutritionist, whether that is a naturopathic doctor, whether that is your family doctor, whoever that person is, a functional medicine doctor, whoever that person is, please reach out to them before doing anything. Do your own research, be your own biggest advocate. But my DMs, my emails, my chats are always open for you guys. If you would like to book a consult with me, if you'd like to rack my brain about some things, um, I'm always here to help you guys and talk to you guys and just be there for you guys. That's why I do all of this. It's, it's for you guys. So anyways, I'm going to stop rambling. I'm going to stop torturing you with my sniffly, stuffy voice. <laughs> um, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Hopefully I sound back to normal. But this has been your host, Alicia Rosati of Rosati Nutrition, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace and be healthy.